We're not generally in the business of doing requests here at demolitionnews.com, but we recently started a new WhatsApp group for our regular viewers on The Breakfast Show, and we received several suggestions to interview the team behind some of the world's most detailed and desirable scale models. So I reached out to Gaz Evans and Lucinda Warner at Gem Models to find out more. Now Gaz is a former demolition equipment operator and he clearly has a passion for the machines and attachments he recreates. So I started by asking him how and why he switched from big diggers to not so big diggers. I think it was basically out of need and necessity because I couldn't get what I wanted. I, I had a load of models, big collection, but I wanted to put buckets and hammers and things, but there was nothing available really. So I just had a chat with a few people and I think eccentric and Arden and people like that and they sent me the drawings over. Um, in the beginning we started by hand, building them by hand, but now it's the masters. We get the 3D files off them and everything 3D printed now and then moulded and cast in metal. Well, I was going to ask you about that. The, the materials that you use, how accurate do you reflect them? I mean, I, I'm assuming you're using steel and that kind of thing where there is steel, but how accurately do you follow you know, the actual model itself? Uh, so we do try and make it like just like a miniature. So pretty much 95% of the material we use is white metal. So all our attachments are metal. But we use a little bit of resin occasionally where, you know, weight is a factor. So for we have made booms in the past. Obviously, you can't have a metal boom on some of these models. Otherwise, it just will always be down. One of my, my questions, and obviously you're, you're making for your own interest as well, but do you work to specific models or do you just decide, actually, I quite like the look of that one. I'm going to do one of those. Uh, I'd say a bit of both. Sometimes I like some in and some of my customers and some of my friends said, oh, this would be nice. And I, I'll contact them to the, whoever's concerned who I'm using. I'll ask them, would you be interested in give us designs and drawings and permission to make this. So, yeah, we just get on with it then. And yeah. if they're happy with what we're doing, we'll send them the proof and they'll say, oh, yeah, that's fine, crack on. So then we'll go ahead and cast it then and build them and so forth. Although more, more and more we're finding that these companies are coming to us because obviously with Facebook and everything on social media, they're seeing perhaps a competitor who's having a model made of one of their buckets, one of their hammers. And they can go. They want one as well, so they now come to us as well. Just one of the things that prompted me to, to reach out to you in the first place. Obviously, I, I do my daily show anyway, but we've got a WhatsApp group, and I, I reckon half a dozen people actually said you need to speak to to Gaz about the about the models. <laughs> that you, know, you really do have a bit of a fan base out there. Ah, uh, yeah, we we, we <laughs> do. Well, we, when we go to shows and things, we meet people. And we're sort of perhaps we're going to somebody's stand because we want to make it. They're like, oh yes, I know who you are. I follow your stuff. So yeah, there is quite a nice fan base out there, which we, we do could, appreciate. I think we got. Uh... It must be 50 OEMs we do work for. Yeah. It must be about 50 um, people now. And then they're all their employees. There are people who drive the machines as well. You know, they all every, they all like our stuff. And do you only specialise in plants and construction equipment? I, I know attachments are a, a bit of a, an interest of yours, but is it only plants and equipment or do you do vehicles or anything else? No, we do the odd van. Like we've done some Collins vans and bits and pieces and Walters vans and things and do the odd low loader. But basically, the low loader is only just to showcase what's on the back of them. Like, we've done stuff for Molson's and Plant Force and things. So the low loader is just basically a vehicle for carrying, you know, to show the machine off, really. We put them on nice, big, long wooden bases for them. And 
either they sell them charity or you give them away to good customers. And how closely do you work with the equipment manufacturers? I mean, you've mentioned sort of um, 3D drawings and that kind of thing. Because, I mean, to a lot of people, that would be sort of top secret information. And yet the manufacturers are sharing that with you. Well, yeah, yeah, so yes, they are. So obviously there are non-disclosure agreements that we do sign because there are things they have developed. So once those are in place, they are fit quite happy for us to have their 3D files that then we can scale down in order to produce that master for the model. There is uh, some of them, there's a penalty clause that could be up to 50,000 euros if we deviate from... Yeah, or laws. any information is yeah, disclosed or any information, to another party. So. So. It's a lot based on trust. How we get our new clients in is, like this word of mouth, people, oh, they've done this for us and we'll go on to the next phase then. But... Behind the scenes is a lot of risk for us, and it can be very, very expensive. So you've got to you've got to do it by the book, basically. You can't deviate anywhere, not even with colour. Sometimes. No, I, I'm certainly some of the brands. I'm thinking specifically about Caterpillar. They are very protective of their of their brand and their brand colour as well. So yeah, I'm not not surprised at that. What one of the comments that comes up a lot um, from the people that I've been speaking to about you guys is just how detailed and accurate your models are. How do you achieve that? Is, is that an eye thing or is it, you know, do you actually get up close and personal with the attachments of the machine and, and really give them the once over? It's kind of both. So a lot of the time, obviously, we get a lot of information from the producer, from the original manufacturer. So we're working off that and also giving them prototypes to look at to make sure they're happy. But also, you know, while we're at shows, we do get to have a good look at the thing in the flesh, as it were. And, you know, know how things look where decals are so we can replicate it in that scale so what is the longest you've ever worked on a model um i did a volvo triple boom demolition i think the time i started the time i finished well other work in between i think it's about two years <laughs> wow that's probably about the same amount of time it took them to actually come up with the original machine. <laughs> he, probably, he probably did. Uh, my friend been trying to buy it for the last, well, 18 months, I think. I mean, yeah, every time he comes here, he wants to take it home, but you uh, they won't let it go. Yeah, on that basis, is there a, a model that you are particularly proud of? I think all of them, to be honest. Um, we done a little Arden jet, and the detail in that was absolutely superb. Um but I think everyone's as good as the next, really, because exactly. we're really, really proud of all of all the people we work for and all the attachments we make. And we, we're very, very mm. happy that they allow us to make some of these. Exactly. We can get that level of detail. We can get sort of the engineering to some, some extent as well. So one of the things which a lot of people like is the grabs that we make. So this is uh, one of the Hydroam ones. And we can actually engineer it so it does actually close together like the real one, which from all accounts from the manufacturers is difficult enough when it is a full size <laughs> piece of equipment, let alone something went on to 50 scale. So, that, I mean, that really does highlight I mean, the one you were saying there about the Arden mm. jet. I mean, the Arden jet is basically a couple of nozzles. I, I know there's the attachment, but it's the nozzles on there that do the job. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. really down to that level of detail. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it, well, we're doing one at the moment, but it's in parts. But yeah, no, we had we had those little white nozzles onto the end as well. I think Gary, I think you did one setup for I think them at some point, even with the IBC on the back of a machine linked up with all the pipes. Yeah, did yeah. That went to that went yeah. to the US. Somebody in the US, a customer. Yeah. So this is a global thing, is it? Yeah, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. We got um, we got dealers in 
How many different countries? Uh, we've got dealers across Europe. We've got a couple in the US as well. But then we've got collectors on top of it who come to us directly and buy. So they're all over the world, you know, Australia, Japan, Europe, of course, America, Canada. So... And do you always work to a specific scale? I, I know there's a there's a guy I works with in the um, construction press, who I, I'm literally I've seen him hand back models to manufacturers because they're not to the scale that he likes, and I can never remember what that scale is. But do you always work to the same scale, or is it down to customer preference? No, it's 150 scale. The reason being is the availability of the base models. I say 95 percent of machines that come on the market are 150 scale, so we just go with the flow basically. You know, if we, we could do 130 second, but it cuts our market down then, 90%, I guess, compared to what the 150 machines are. That's why we, we stick to that skill. If you had a blank checkbook and somebody said, I want you to make the model of your dreams, what would it be? Is there a particular machine out there you think, yeah, I'd love to have a crack at that? Uh, probably the DSM 9015, I think it's called, is it? Or 9115 or whatever. Cut one is. I can't remember the number of it. They got a little, they got a telescopic one on the triple boom. I think that would be something I'd like to look at. Yeah, I, I've, I've been fortunate enough to actually get out and film that. My son filmed it from a drone. That is yeah. some machine. It really it is. is some bit of, it's some bit of kit. I, I have seen it myself and I thought one day maybe I'll get one of them, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so my, I guess my final question, having talked up all the, your, your capabilities, where can people find out more? Uh, you know, if, is there a website, a telephone number, or a Facebook page that you would uh, name yeah. people at? Well, yeah, so we've obviously got a website, which is www.gemmodels, or one word, .co.uk. Um, also Facebook, um, that we have got a page called Gem Attachments, so feel free to come and have a look at that. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, um, it's info at gemmodels.co.uk. 